Hey, what is going on, guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here. It's right now Game 5 of the NBA Finals, the showdown slate between the Lakers and the Heat. Uh, before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, my name's DK. I make daily videos breaking out NBA, NFL, PGA, and esports, daily fantasy sports slates. Uh, before we get into the analysis, I do want to say thank you guys again for all support. Uh, currently right now, 5.17 thousand subscribers on YouTube. Uh, the easiest way to support me with all the content being free is just leave a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you know when to upload videos and when to go live. I will be live streaming for this one 30 minutes before lock on my YouTube channel to go over everything, so make sure to check out the live stream, guys. Also, if you guys cannot watch YouTube videos, do upload on Apple Podcasts. The link is in the description below. It's the DK DFS show. But with that out of the way, let's jump into the video. So before we talk about players and the prices, let's quickly take a look at the Vegas odds uh, for this game. So currently right now sitting at 216 over under. Lakers are 7.5 point uh, favorites. Uh, nothing really um, big to report here. We have Drogic, doubtful. Do not expect him to play. You never know. C could surprise us. Ready to try to warm up before game four, but don't expect him to play. So uh, I'll go kind of top to bottom here. Um, with, with my player-by-player player breakdown, talk cash, talk GPPs, um, and then um, you know talk talk about captains as well at the end. So we'll, we'll start at the top. LeBron James 10-4. Uh, in cash games, you play LeBron, you play Anthony Davis, you play Jimmy Butler. Find a way to make it work. Play all three and move on. It's it's that simple, right? LeBron is going to be, I'd say, 90-plus percent owned. Anthony Davis is going to be probably 80-plus percent, and same thing with Jimmy Butler. And I agree. I agree with the ownership, right? They're, they're the top three plays of the slate, no doubt. Um, not a contrarian take at all. Uh, and again, for cash games, you do play all three. Now, can you fade these guys in GPPs? Yes. Um, as far as, if we're just talking about LeBron and AD, I think you can fade one. It, it would be a really contrarian Take, but we've seen it, right? Anthony Davis did have the bust in a couple games ago where he only put up 27. So it's possible, right? AD has had a couple floor games in these playoffs, but um, it, it's a super, super risky approach. Like, the guy, personally, that I would lock in would be Jimmy Butler at 10-8. I, I just love the price on him. He's just a different player when, um, you know, with no Drogic out there, he's just been super, super aggressive. Bam being out there didn't really affect him at all usage-wise. So, yeah, Jimmy, in my opinion, for his price, should be the highest home play of the uh, of the slate. But back to the top two guys, the Lakers. Again, I don't, in GBPs, I don't necessarily think you have to, to play both. Like, personally, like, I would probably just play these two guys in, in, in any format, in cash and GBP, and then figure out the rest of the four. I think it is possible to fade AD, um, in GBPs, right, but it would be super, super risky because you know he's going to be very, very high owned. So, um, yeah, like I said, LeBron definitely safer than AD right now. He's just doing more. Anthony Davis, Miami's done a pretty good job defensively on him. Uh, and then Jimmy Baller, like I said, he's just taken over for this Miami Heat team last three games. 56, 83, 56 fans points. He's just a different player with no Drachi out there. So, yeah, love, love Jimmy. He's my favorite play of, of his spin-ups for his price. I think you should play him no matter what. Um, but that's really it for the top three guys. Bam and Abios is a contrarian play. You know, last slate I tried to get, um, there's slates where I'll, I'll try to play the optimal lineup, and then there's slates where I'll try to get super, super different and play the ownership game. Last slate I tried to get different. I played Bam and the captain. Didn't work out for me. Um, yeah, right now Bam's just, uh, not a guy I'm prioritizing, especially at this price. Uh, Blakers are doing really a really good job defensively on him. 
and he's just not the same player uh, in this Lakers series as he has been in the uh, in the play- in the uh, you know previous games in the playoffs. It's just it's a much tougher matchup for him. So uh, and he's obviously dealing with an uh, injury as well. Kind of always only played uh, two games so far. So yeah, Bam, you can play him right. He has that upside games. It's in him, uh, but I- I'm not prioritizing him right now. He's just a contrarian play for me. Heroes at nine K. Did have a, a better shooting game, right? 8 of 18. Put up 36 fancy points. I still think the upside is, is there in Hero. Um, he does. He hasn't really been shooting great, right? If you look at the his previous game, 6 of 18, 5 of 12, 6 of 18. Then shot 8, eight of 18. Um, he does have to be the number 2 here. Uh, you know, him and Bam, if Miami wants a chance to pull off this upset, you're getting him at a little bit of a discount uh, off of Bam and a bio. Um, but again, 9K. Not, he's not like super, super cheap. So him... And Bam, uh, for me, are just contrarian plays. They're, they're viable, right? They can have upside. Uh, but uh, the optimal lineup, in my opinion, is you, you play the top three guys here. So, Dragic, briefly talk about him. If he does play, he'll be in the same categories, Hero and, and Bam at a buyout for me. Contrarian play, obviously dealing with the injury. Don't expect him to play. Uh, but if he does play, uh, you can put him in the, in the same category as Hero and Bam for me. Yeah, Crowder, 7-4, I'm not going to get to. Uh, he'll play probably over 30 minutes. He'll probably get around 25 fancy points. He's been really consistent in 24 of the last three games. Upside for him is about 30, 30-ish. Uh, I don't know if that's going to do it on this slate. Uh, so, yeah, Crowder's not a guy I'm overly excited about. Um, I think he he's fine if you land on him, but I'm not going to prioritize him. Duncan Robinson finally did get the price bu- uh, bump. Uh, played 33 minutes and, and checked back in the fourth, something that um, I was a little bit surprised about. Uh, you know, the game before we played 39 was because none got in foul trouble. Uh, but the last game, he came back in the fourth, something we don't see a whole lot from Duncan. So the rotation, or his minutes are still very, you know, he could play 20 if he's struggling. He could play close to 40 if he's shooting well. There's a wide range of outcomes. The same thing with his fantasy production, right, because he's very scoring dependent. He has to hit his threes, so he's not hitting his threes. The floor is super, super low, like we saw, what, in game one, where he had five fancy points in 27 minutes. So Duncan's a tricky one. We're not getting him at a nice discount either. Like 7K, you are going to have to pay premium for. So know the risk. The upside is he can go for 30, but he has to hit his threes. So um, not overly excited about that price tag for Duncan. Rondo's the guy I really like in the mid-range. 6.2K, in my opinion, is too cheap. Did only have 19 fans points the last game. Doesn't worry me a whole lot. Didn't shoot great. Uh, the thing that I like to see here is the minutes. 26, 28, and 28 minutes. Again, he's a do-it-all guy uh, with the assists, the rebounding. And when he does score the ball, like he did a couple games ago, uh, he can go for the upside. is probably about 40 for him. So, really like Rondo. I think he is my favorite play here in the mid-range uh, at that price. KCP has been shooting well. He has. Um, the minutes have been there for him. He's going to play about 30 minutes. Again, he's the 3 and D guy. The floor is somewhat low. We saw it two games ago if he's not hitting his threes. But the upside is probably about 30 from him. So KCP, I know the price is coming up. I still think he's viable. He has really been the Lakers. You know, Him and Rondo have been the third and fourth best players here for the Lakers in this series. Um, I have no issue with KCP. Again, know the risk. Right, The floor is somewhat low if he's not hitting his threes. He's been a little bit up and down. Right, Floor probably below 10, 10-ish. Uh, but upside of, of probably a close, probably that last game was his upside, right? 15, 5, and 3. Um, normally, we don't see a whole lot of assists from KCP. Again, he's kind of reliant on and hitting those threes. Uh, but he has been pretty solid so far this series. So I think he's a fine, cheaper option. 
Kuzma, 4'8", another guy that uh, has been a little bit up and down, been struggling shooting the ball. Only 19 minutes the last game. They've been, you know, kind of comfortable giving Markeith Morris more minutes. So, yeah, the price is playable from Kuzma. Again, upside probably mid-20s via shooting the ball well. Danny Green, minutes been going down on him. He has not been shooting great. Uh, 1 of 8, 0 of 6, 4 of 8. Uh, the price point of 4 of 4 does make him playable. Right, but the four is low, and he, he is a risky option right now than KCP because of the minutes. He's getting about 20 minutes a game, whereas KCP getting about 30 minutes. So sure, you have to pay an extra, what, 1,000 or so for KCP, but you're also going to get like 10 more minutes. So if I was going to play one of these 3 and D guys, I would feel more comfortable going to KCP, just paying an extra 1,000. Not saying Green's out of play. Right, We did see 30 minutes from him, what, game one, was it? So like it, potential, if he is shooting the ball well, they, they will extend him, but... He is the riskier of the 3 and D options here for the Lakers. Yeah, Kendrick down to 4K. Um, was a little bit of disappointment. Um, did not shoot great. Wait, 2 of 11. And I think that's why he got pulled there in the 4th. But he shot the ball 11 times. Like, he's an aggressive player. Um, I know, again, didn't play great. But for a guy like this cheap, him and a, probably a guy like Alex Russo interests me the most. And a guy like Markeith Morris. But like, those are the really cheap guys I would consider. Uh, none is going to be lower owned uh, because we have Markeith Morris, who is at 3.6. I think he's going to be the most popular, really cheap play. But don't rule out none, right? We saw him in garbage time. He put up a nice put up a nice fancy point game. And then, what, in game two, he had, he had a really solid day, 24 fancy points. So none's still someone I'm considering in the cheap range. Um, and then, yeah, I mentioned Markeith Morris. I think he's going to be probably the most popular value play. Uh, 25 and 30 minutes of last game. He did start the second half over Dwight Howard. I don't know if that's a trend that's going to continue, but um, I think we probably get a, at least 20 minutes from him. And he's a good three-point shooter, right? He's been shooting the ball 13 times, eight times the last couple games. So I think Marquis Morris is perfectly fine value option. Again, he's going to be really popular. Do I think he's a must-play for value? No, because I don't think he's going to play 30 minutes again. But uh, the minutes have been trending up on him. So... Uh, and again, minutes trending down and guys like Dwight Howard, guys in Danny Green. So I think Marquise Morris is is a pretty safe value option, but he's going to be popular. Again, I don't necessarily think he's a must play, but definitely one of the better value plays for sure. Crusoe finally, I want to talk about 3-4. Uh, had a, a not-so-good game last game. Doesn't worry me a whole lot. Uh, kind of had his floor. Uh, but he's a guy normally going to give up mid-20s minutes. Uh, he's out there for his defense. Can probably get you an upside of like 20 fancy points. So... Yeah, right now, you probably are going to feel a little bit more comfortable with Marquise Morris, but don't rule out Crusoe if that's the way you want to get different because you know Morris is going to be popular. Uh, maybe you, you could pivot to Crusoe, or you could play both. Right? I, I don't hate the idea of playing both those guys for value. Dwight Howard's uh, a risky value option. Only played eight minutes the last game. Did not start uh, the second, did not play in the second half. Um, I still think there's a chance that he gets his normal 15, 16 minutes, but it obviously makes him riskier because we saw the last game he did not play in the second half. So Dwight is a going to be low-owned, but he's still in play, right? Because he, if, he if he does get his 15 minutes, he can go for 15, plus, 15 to 20 fancy points. So he's a good fancy point per minute guy. So, yeah, I would not, like if I was single entry, probably wouldn't pull the trigger on Dwight, but um, he can still get you there in, in, in that time. The question is, does he get his 15 minutes, right? 
Olenek uh, was the guy that I was, um, you know, was the big question mark last slate. I'm not overly surprised. They did play him a couple minutes alongside Bam, but that was about it. Really, he just backed up Bam, which was kind of what I was expecting. Uh, I thought there was a chance he would get a DNP. I thought there was a chance maybe they'd play him a little bit more alongside Bam since he shot the ball so well the last couple games. But basically, strictly the backup uh, backup center role. Um, 3K, again, he's a solid point per minute guy, but right now more of a contrarian play. You really need something to happen to Bam for Calio to be uh, in play here. Iguodala, 2-4. Well, if you need someone super, super cheap, like below like uh, 3K, Iguodala is probably your guy. Uh, not a really good fantasy more minute guy. The minutes aren't amazing. I would say probably close to 20 minutes from him. Upside for him is probably about 15 fancy points. He really needs one of those games. He has a couple steals. So, um, yeah, Iguodala playable. Uh, I'm not really excited about it, though. Myers Leonard, don't play him. Uh, he's not going to play unless there's a huge blowout. And that's it. Like Solomon Hill might come in for a few minutes, but uh, nothing, nothing to really consider there at that price. So that's it for the player-by-player player breakdown. Again, guys, cash. Uh, you play the top three guys and move on. Um, you know whether that be you use one of those guys in the captain or, or go someone cheap. I think the safe route is to probably go Jimmy Butler in the captain. So Jimmy, AD, LeBron. That's three point two k remaining. It would be a little bit difficult, right? You're gonna have to play Iguodala most likely. Um, but it's something that you can, again, mess around the roster construction. Um, you can go that route, or you can go play someone in, uh, as like a cheaper option in the captain spot. Uh, guys I would consider below the top three guys for captain. Well, again, I mentioned I like Rondo in the mid-range. He's probably my favorite play in this mid-range. Uh, and then probably a guy like Markeith Morris, Kendrick Nunn, Caruso. Those are probably the guys I would personally consider. So let's just say... I don't know. I know Marky Morris is going to be popular, but let's say we throw him in the captain spot. That's 8.9K remaining. And jam in the top three guys, which I think you should do for cash. Don't necessarily have to play all three in, in GPP, um, but that would leave you 4.8K remaining. So you kind of, again, mess with the build there. That's always pop, uh, a viable uh, roster construction. Or go, again, guy I like in the mid-range, a guy like Rondo, play the top three guys, and then how much does that leave you left? 2.8K remaining, so that'd be a little bit more tough to do that route. But you, you kind of get where I'm going and how I'm going to attack the slate. Um, yeah, I, I don't really think there's an edge on this one, to be honest. Um, like, if you're going to win a GPP, you might have to get lucky on one of those 3D guys, Lakers, whether it be KCP or Green. Or I mean, I know Marky Morris is not a 3D guy, but guys that are kind of reliant on um, scoring. But yeah, I think that's going to do it for the video today, guys. So if you have enjoyed the content so far, I'd really appreciate it if you leave a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit that notification bell so you, know, you don't want to upload videos and don't want to go live. Again, I will be live streaming 30 minutes before lock to go over everything, so make sure to check out the live stream. Thanks again, guys, and I will see you all tomorrow in the live stream.